0: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: You know what is really important in professional wrestling? The gimmick. You can be the greatest in-ring technician ever, but if you turn up to WWE and someone says, (laughs) you're going to be a chef, you ain't ever headlining Wrestlemania. Of course, there are exceptions to this rule, because there are still some fools out there that say Repo Man wasn't a very good character, even though he was the greatest person to ever exist in wrestling. And I'm not joking. Let's not worry about that, and let's get back on track. Hello, my name is Simon Ward Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. Please hit that subscribe button. Yeah, his 10 more wrestling gimmicks. It was so bad, they never made it to D. Scott Hall as GI Joe. Yep, you heard that right. Now, how anybody ever looked at Scott Hall and went, (laughs) I know, he should be some kind of army guy. I don't know. Vince McMahon's brain used to work. It all came from the SK Wrestling Bros show where they were interviewing Diamond Dallas Page and DDP just said yeah Scotty went down to the World Wrestling Federation and they pointed at him and said well do we have the idea for you G.I. Joe. Now Hall did have an upbringing where he was situated on a lot of army bases that's probably where Vince got this idea from but well, why would you do that and Sergeant Slaughter was right there, and the Sarge was so good in this role. He even went and worked with the official GI Joe team. I actually think the soon-to-be Razor and Mo would have made this work. Just understood wrestling so good. Listen to the name that just came out of my mouth. If we hadn't done this, we never would have got the bad guy. No throwing toothpicks. It's not a
2: universe I want to live in.
1: Nine, the incestuous virtual siblings. Yes, you heard that right. Um, Do not address your television sets. And also remember that when Vince McMahon's old daughter Stephanie was pregnant, Vince was all like, well, I've got an idea for a story. I could be the father. This is when we all take our hands and we face palm because boy howdy does it make me hate professional wrestling. Seemingly, my man was just obsessed with incest, which is a terrible thing to say, because when he had Katie Lear and Paul Burchill on screen as siblings, He told them, well, why don't you go out there and start acting a little bit too familiar? And for a few weeks, they actually did. I mean, who the hell asked for this? And every time they acted like something sexual was going on, I think I died inside. And the only reason that the WWE pulled the plug is because around this period, they decided to go PG. So the next time you want to moan about that, remember this. And if we hadn't have done we probably would have seen it. Thankfully this has never come back and never will now, but you can't convince me otherwise. Vince absolutely wanted to try and get this through. I'll shake my head forever. Number eight, the hunchbacks. If there is some sort of famous story out there, wrestling will always get its fishing rod and try and reel it in. I don't know why, just love this. It's got even worse when Jim Hurd was put in charge of WCW in the late 80s because he knew absolutely nothing about professional wrestling and someone had just seen his cv and said oh look he's got executive experience so let's just make him an executive so when he sat down to get on with the job he decided he needed a unique tag team so he came up with the hunchbacks and yes this meant a couple of wrestlers would have had to have worn special suits so they had the hunch with the big ha <laughs> ha being that they couldn't get pinned because how are you going to get that on the match? I suppose it is quite creative but it would have severely affected the performers who wouldn't have been able to perform at all. And Also, so what happens? They never lose because they can't be pinned? I mean, you could do submission. whole point is it's a terrible idea. Can you imagine this, Jim? Had asked the Steiner brothers to do this too. <laughs> Scott and Rick would have killed him. Number seven, John Cena, the cyborg. I mean, I can totally see it. Throughout his entire wrestling career, John Cena was always mega jacked. But if you go back to when he was making his first steps in this industry, he still had this bodybuilder mentality. My word, he looked so shredded, or a bit like a robot. This all started down in UPW, which was a promotion that served as a feeder territory for WWE for years. And yes, when Jolly Boy was there, he was the prototype, an android wrestler, who, when he was cutting his promos, would sometime rewind his words. So he would say, like, ha ha, I'm going to kill you, and then go, ha ha, I'm going to kill you. Kind of it basically was the Terminator with a wrestling twist, but when he was called up to the World Wrestling Federation, this was all dropped, which does actually make sense because the first match he did have was against Kurt Angle. And can you imagine that? I don't think it would have worked. Six, a different evolution. We all know how successful the group known as Evolution were. They were also a mystery. But they were basically a brand new four horsemen with Triple H going, hey, Rick Fair, you come here. We're going to take Randy Orton. And we're going to take Batista. And all of us are going to become bigger stars basically what happened. This was quite a long-term project, though, because there was a time when Big Dave wasn't involved at all. That's right. Instead, the game had recruited Mark Gindrak, and this got so long down the line, there's even videos and photos out there where you can see Marky Boy in it. Triple H felt like something was off, though, especially when he saw Randy Orton and Mark Gindrak together, because apparently they would just send the other one crazy, which nobody needed so we put him to the side, we welcomed Batista into the thing, and, well, we know the rest. It's history. Now, I actually think the animal would have been fine anyway, because just look at the guy, but if we hadn't have made this switch, it never would have got the WrestleMania 21 feud, which was significant in taking him to the top of the card. So here's a proper sliding doors moment, and you don't have to worry about Mark either, because he went down to Mexico, and he became a massive star. Good for him.
2: Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills, and how to set boundary. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, help pcom slash WhatCulture.
1: i Christian is the rock. So there's an odd sentence. I grant you that. I mean it as literally as I can. Now, never forget that Christian is an all-timer. If you go and talk to any of his peers, they all say, well, that guy could put together a wrestling match better than anybody, and that's why he's still underrated. He doesn't get the praise he deserves. This is why it's even weirder that Vince McMahon had something against the guy, to the point at one stage he wanted to put a blue dot over his face. Don't ask me, because I don't know. And when that idea failed, he just went, well... I know what we'll do, you can just go out there and pretend that you're The Rock. What? Christian even chatted about this on the Edge and Christian podcast and said he was told to do the people's eyebrow and that instead of The Rock, he could call himself The Lock. I'm sorry, if I had ever seen this, I would have quit wrestling because it's stupid. This of course would open the door to a bunch of lock puns Can you could say it's a lock that I'm going to win. Thankfully, while we did start teasing this, eventually, we all just went, no, no, we cannot let this go out live on television. The whole thing was pulled. Or, if you want to break it right down, everybody thought it was garbage. it was other garbage. Number four, Callisto is going to cut your hair. So we have had hairdressers in professional wrestling before, the most famous of which was Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Every time I do think about him I just stare off into the distance and go why would a hairdresser think they'd be a good wrestler? We're never gonna know. Now, what we do need more in wrestling is more representatives from the LGBTQ plus community. Because sports entertainment is meant to be for everyone and therefore you should go around to all communities and make sure they're involved. However, I do get the worry when it came to anything under Vince McMahon when it comes to this stuff, because we all remember Billy and Chuck that was handled with the care of a sledgehammer. So when Callisto was being discussed as being called up from NXT to the main roster, we mostly really took all of this and smashed it together because yes, somebody said, why don't we make him a hairdresser? And not only that, but a gay one. There were certainly reports out of there too that suggested this, and that we'd get rid of the mask, and that Callisto wouldn't really care about grappling, because he'd be more interested in cutting people's hair. I mean, this is so damn straight. Thankfully, we didn't do this and in 2015. The Loot Dragons were just a tag team instead of Raw and SmackDown. But the fact that somebody had to go, Oh, well, he's a hairdresser and therefore he should be gay goes why WWE should never do anything like this again. You gotta stop with the stereotypes. Not helping anyone. Number three, deaf CM Punk. Given that back in the day CM Punk was the king of the indie scene, when he did sign with WWE, there was understandable excitement. Because everyone was like, well look, I know he's not the usual WWE guy, but he has such command of the audience, he may be able to make it. This makes all the sense in the world too. So what was management's big plan when they did have Phil Brooks under contract? Maybe we should make him death. The biggest problem being that CM Punk is not deaf. I mean, maybe he has some tinnitus or something, I don't know, but everybody got so excited because they were like, oh my gosh, we can portray him as the first deaf wrestler. And it's like, well, why don't you just go out there and find a deaf wrestler who's really good and let CM Punk, you know, be CM Punk. I mean, it does kind of make sense, because around the same time they told Kofi Kingston to go out there and speak with a Jamaican accent, they were just trying to tick boxes. You just know how this would have ended too, just a bunch of skits with people talking about CM Punk behind his back And he would have had to have pretended he couldn't hear them because he was hard of the hearing. I never want to see or talk about this again. Cooler heads did prevail, and instead, we got a stripped back version of the punk we all knew and loved. Look back on his career now, kind of think he did okay. Number two, Detective Bray Wyatt. We all know that Bray Wyatt has run the gambit when it comes to personas. I mean, we had and Harris, we had the Eater of Worlds, we had The Fiend, we had the Firefly Funhouse guy, now again Uncle Haroldy, we're have to see how that one plays out. But actually, if you dive deeper into his past, there's even more. Because when he was first finding his feet in the industry, he was known as Duke Rotunda, and he was sports entertainment's greatest detective. I'm not joking. There's even videos of this online, and when you do watch it, there is no way you can convince me. This wasn't inspired by his dad, Microtunder, who, of course, used to play IRS. Wyatt also has really long blonde hair, so he looks like a different person. And he went around and he said to his clients, Don't worry, I can take care of that problem for you. Although it was quite clear he was insinuating that he was going to kill him. Not kill him, just beat him up. While it's not so great if you do watch the stuff for Out There, I bet with time, Brave would have been able to find a way to make this work. Because just look at his legacy so far. As long as you let him be creative, always find a way. I mean, if this was the first time you'd ever been exposed to the man, would you look at him and go, oh, that's the future WWE champion? Of course not. But you never know. Number one, Ric Flair. Spartacus. So it's back to Jim Hurd for a second time. Yes, Mr. Pizza Hut. Once again, we have to reiterate that he didn't know anything about professional wrestling when he was put in charge of WCW, which is why he sat down with Ric Flair, who in the early 90s was such a big star, it was ridiculous, and said, listen, Rick, you need to cut your hair and I'm going to call you Spartacus. What? Just to let you process that a little bit, Jimmy did indeed want to give a gimmick to a multiple world champion where he was going to be a Roman gladiator. And it got so bad the nature voyages said, no, I'm not gonna do that. He went to the WWF and he took the WCW world title with him, and that caused even more problems. Flair would eventually return to WCW after a few years, and surprise, surprise, Jim Heard didn't last that long after this. I mean, it would be the equivalent today of, of going up to Roman Reigns and saying, hey Roman, we now want you to be Barney the dinosaur. If you go back to 2016, that is kind of what we did.
0: I don't want to relive
1: that, so we won't. Know of any other gimmicks that never made it to TV because they were basically crap? Make sure you let us know in the comments below and don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And head on WhatCulture.com where you can read some of articles. Make sure you come follow us on social media. We have lots of other videos, including the first part of this one. I think you should watch it. My name is Adam culture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. I look forward to talking to you again very soon.